And now, The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout. is my devious sidekick, Ben Needenthal. Accurate. 100% accurate. How uh, are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm busy and stressed and hopped up on caffeine today, but that's okay. Not bad. Adds to his deviousness. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> As he does the evil laughter. Oh, yes. I could push that farther, but I'm not going to. Oh. Good, all right. <laughs> Hi, so, yes, last time he was grumpy. Yes. <laughs> now he's clearly not grumpy. Well, but <laughs> uh, you know, what What was going on was there's, in my industry, there seems to be a bit of a, a quarter one blues that happens. A uh, bit of a dry spell. Uh, and then once it gets to like mid-March, apparently it goes batshit crazy and everything starts happening all at once, which is good. But it's also a lot of things going on all at once. So welcome to the ebb and flow of business ownership. I know, and I'm still kind of getting the the feel for like how the industry flows. Right. So it's like there are certain times a year, like we kind of got lulled into a false sense of security at the beginning of the year because we had a couple big projects that happened oh. right at the start, and then a whole bunch of meetings that were all real productive, and then nothing happened for a while. And yeah. now all of a sudden, I think it's because tax day is coming. It's sort of like things are starting to kind of. Well, and people will have money to spend as yeah. they get their tax returns. Yeah, so. exactly. So not a bad thing. It's just, you know, when it rains, it pours. It does. So Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's good monsoon, I guess. So yes. how about yeah. you? What's new? You know, living the dream. Um, I am annoyed today. <laughs> Oh my God! We've traded places. <laughs> we've it's flipped. our Freaky Friday episode. Apparently, so somebody we do a has Freaky Friday episode. I do your job and you do my job for like a week, oh. and we report back. That's a terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. You don't want me doing anything. With <laughs> and and even more so, you don't want me doing anything in your world. No, not at all. So no. I am massively unqualified. Yeah. Well. I, I don't know. I call it like I see it, man. Sure. You know? So so you're annoyed. I'm Why annoyed. are you annoyed? Somebody has gotten hold of my cell phone number. Like a list of scammers. I'm really sorry I gave out your cell phone number. Okay. Jerk, I knew it was you. I know. It, that's what I do. <sighs> I've been getting about a dozen calls a day. Holy crap. On my cell phone <laughs> from all you know. We're in Ohio, so North Dakota calls all the time. I block those numbers. Yeah. But now I'm getting 800 numbers that are real close to, like, the customer service numbers for other actual companies I use. Yeah. And I've gotten things like, you qualify for 0% interest on all your credit cards. Or, congratulations, you've won a free cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Or this is Tiffany with Member Card Services. Or hello, can you hear me? Are you? Oh, there? good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a recent one that's come around. I don't know if you've heard about that one. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh no, I've gotten that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. gotten that one. Or they want to, you know. <laughs> I usually re- respond with, well, f you, and hang up. So, right. Yeah. 
or we're my parents are getting them and you know they want to fix the PC except mm. they have Macs in the house. <laughs> um no, they're not falling for that, are they? No. M- Mom did fall for a she was legitimately having a computer issue and mm. they called and said, "Well, for $30 we can log in and fix it." And she gave the credit card number. Oops. Obviously, your computer people are never calling to miraculously fix your computer issue. No, no, no. The IRS calls and asks for your credit card number. That's legit. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) So, um, and then also, we've had recent reports of some other mortgage-type scams that are happening. So, I thought we needed another scam episode. Sweet. Let's do it. All right. So, first, let's talk about the mortgage one. Because it scares me, because that's your house. Yeah, that's big time. Right. And most of your credit cards and things, there's some fraud protection there. Mm -hmm. But with your house and your bank account, not always. Right. So, um, if you don't know, mortgages are bought and sold just like stocks. Mm -hmm. It's just they're traded in um, MERS, which Mm -hmm. is basically the mortgage stock exchange. and It's a terrible name for them. Merge. 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 Um, but so you know, you get a loan through NOIC, for instance, um, which could be Concord Mortgage, it could be a number of mortgages, or you go with a local bank or welcome to our new sponsors this week. Right. So. I'm just using names, you know. <laughs> but those won't often get sold because mm-hmm. most banks don't hold these things in-house. They yeah. get sold and then serviced by, um, if it's FHA, there's a lot happening with U.S. Bank right now. But, you know, whole point is they get bought and sold. Well, what we're seeing is the scammers are monitoring the public records and then they send you a letter with all sorts of information that basically says your mortgage has been sold to ABC Mortgage. Here is our website, mm. and here's where you send your new payment. Hmm. Well, you make a couple payments, and then three months later, you get notified by your real mortgage company that you are three months behind. Oh, good. Right. So, <clears throat> simple advice. And then they come and take your house while you're asleep. Uh, no, but... <laughs> you wake up on the street, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, no, that that doesn't happen. It's not how foreclosure works. Mm, I know. But... I'm just... <laughs> my wife thinks that that's how that works sometimes. Aww. She's... she's. I love her very much. She, I love you, Jess. <laughs> yeah. So Bless her little hearts. <laughs> no, so, you know, if this happens, they have to give you a bunch of written notices, and then you can work with them, and there's... A bunch of different programs you can do to fix it, and um, it normally takes at least a year for them to actually file foreclosure proceedings, and then that can drag on for months and months or years. I have one that's still pending, and it's like six years old. Um, So it really takes, it can take that long. It can take years. You could be in your house without making payments. I didn't make that joke on the the assumption that we're going to get, that we're missing mortgage payments. No, no, no. No, I'm just making that clear uh, publicly, I guess. But no, I I had no idea it can drag on that long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like you could theoretically start missing mortgage payments and still live in your house for like. Years. Years. Months. Months at minimum. Years, though. Yeah. Um, I imagine months is like 
you know, that's, like, they it, want they want you the hell out now kind of thing. No. No? Because keep in mind, they have to go through a certain procedure to get uh, you out. So right, the right. procedure is we have to send you a bunch of written notices. Yeah. We have to reach out to you a certain number of times. Hmm. We have to offer you modification programs and all of this. Then we have to give you notice that we're going to file foreclosure. Then we have to actually file the foreclosure. Then we have to serve you through certain means, which can take another 30, 60, 90 days. Um, when does I mean, when does all of that typically start if you start missing mortgage payments? About a year after you miss your first one. Oh, wow. So like. Right. It's not one mi- missed mortgage payment and they file foreclosure, right. and which is what mo- up on the street. Right, right. Which is what most people think happens. Yeah. It is normally well, months. It, to be honest, it's probably it's it's a it's probably not a bad thing that sometimes that's what people think because mortgages mm-hmm. are really important, important. One to keep up, you mm-hmm. know, but at the same time, it's also kind of. Kind of a scare tactic a bit, you know? Right. Well, most mortgage payments are due on the first of the month. Yeah. And then you're not late till after the 15th of the month, at which point you'll get a 4 or 5% late charge on the missed mortgage or interest in um, principal payment. Hmm. And then they don't normally report to your credit bureau until you're 30 days late. Wow. Um, and even then, they sometimes don't do it till 60 days. It kind of depends on the company. Right. So you don't want to c- ever count on this. Right. And to build good credit, pay by the first. Right. But there's always a grace period with right. mortgages because things right. do and, happen. And probably, yeah, for that exact reason. Like, you know, one month something goes screwy or something like right. that. And, you know, or someone's bank account doesn't send out a check or something like that. Right. And Any number of things. So... Stuff happens, but it's important with mortgages to know that, one, if you are struggling and you miss a payment, you're not going to be foreclosed on and left on the street next month. <laughs> I have one client who has been, he's had four more, four foreclosures fire, filed against him. They've done various um, mortgage modifications and all sorts of things. This has been going on since 2008. Wow. They're still in the house. Man, I'm going to stop paying my mortgage. Their right, folks, credit it's been is ruined. I want to go on the record and say I'm not actually going to stop paying my mortgage. Right. Just just putting that out there. Thanks. Right. But their, but cre- still. their credit is wrecked. Yeah. But the fact is um, people lose jobs. People yeah. get sick. And all of these banks, especially after 2008, mm-hmm. when everything blew up and it was a lot of it was the bank's fault. Um, you say a lot. I say a lot more than a lot. But, yeah, you know. right. Either way, <laughs> they were giving mortgages to people who couldn't afford them. Right. Um, but after all of that, besides tightening down restrictions on who may get a mortgage and how much mortgage can you get... They also, most of the banks instituted ways to save your loan or save Hmm. your home. And most of the states instituted programs that assist people with staying in their homes. Hmm. So you can work through all of these programs. You can get a forbearance if you are laid off. Yeah. um, And most people don't know this, but if you are laid off, you can call your mortgage company and they can do a forbearance. Hmm. You have to fill out a lot of paperwork and go through all of their procedures, but you can take a few months and not pay your mortgage. It gets tacked onto the end. Yeah, there's some fees and stuff involved, but when things are tight, there are programs. 
Hmm. So if someone gets terminally ill, if Laid someone loses like a job, yeah. if something major happens, call and talk to your mortgage company. Yeah. Call and talk to your student loan companies. Yeah. There is normally something these big creditors can do mm-hmm. to support you during that period. Yeah. They're very nice. Hmm. I mean, and, they're creditors. Yeah, but and and from somebody who used to work somewhat in that issue, if you're nice to them when you call, oh yeah, you'll get pretty far because right. they don't always hear from nice people. No, and as somebody who's a living human with feelings and emotions that answers a phone, being nice to somebody goes a long. It way. goes a really really long way. So right. don't be a dick. Good yeah. old standby rule. Yep. There you go. Right. So we kind of got off the scam topic. I know, but this, right? This is still very important because yeah. for most people, their home is their largest asset they will ever have. Oh, yeah. So we want to protect it. And I want to make sure people know there are lots of resources out there if something does happen in your life. And then to protect yourself, be smart. So if you get notice that your mortgage has been sold, call your old mortgage company. And make sure you get confirmation from them that the people they sold it to are the people you got a letter from. Yeah. So you always want to check front and back. So front and back of the transaction, the person selling the mortgage or the company selling the mortgage and the company now taking over the mortgage mm-hmm. and do that from an independent source, and not I feel the like single letter that they sent you. That is a really good like modus operandi for any time you get any kind of notification of any kind from something that makes you go, wait, what? D- anything like that. If, if, if it, it's a major change that happens and they call you on the phone or the IRS tries to contact you, if it raises a red flag, pull out your phone, do a quick Google search. It's going to take you five seconds just to look it up, say, you know, whatever it is. I got a call the other day. I let it go to voicemail. They left a voicemail and was talking about my the Google My Business thing is uh, that something wasn't filled out properly. And if I didn't call them immediately and have this thing filled out properly, mm-hmm. that they're going to mark my business as permanently closed, and I mm-hmm. would not be able to get that accessed again on the uh, uh, on on Google. And I, I kind of went. Because when we moved our business, it was a little wonky to to change that over. It is. But, and I kind of went, eh, I'm just going to look into it. I looked into it. Turns out it's a big scam to get you to call. And then they get information from you and try to charge you money for a product you don't need. Right. And nothing happens. So mm-hmm. just follow up on those things. It takes five seconds and it could save you a ton of money and a ton of headache. Right. Yeah. And your credit card company is never going to call you and say, Congratulations, you qualify for 0% interest on all of your credit cards. Or one of your credit cards. <laughs> yep. That's we how they make money. We decided to give you free money forever. Yeah. yeah no, that doesn't do sound that. like a bank, does it? Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. Um, student loans, student loans are obnoxious to navigate. Yeah. They just are. I've heard, I, I lucked out. I didn't actually end up with a student loan. But yeah, there's um, there's all sorts that are just awful to deal with. Yeah. They don't apply your payments properly. Yeah. It is a giant, giant mess. Yeah. Um, and you all often get letters to refinance. Hmm. 
Some of those companies are legitimate. Yeah. Some are not. I would proposition mm-hmm. that don't sign up for anything you get in the mail. Mm. If you get a refi notice, um, and this is true for mortgages too. So student loans, credit cards, anything you get advertisements in the mail, probably not your best choice. No. Because one, if you're going to get a credit card, credit cards can be very helpful. Yeah. Um, they can help with cash flow. They can simplify how you pay bills. There's lots of good things. You can also get rewards. Research your credit cards before you sign up for one. Yeah, totally. Make sure you're getting the best interest rate, the best reward program, miles if you travel a lot, whatever it is. Make sure it's tailored to you. Mm-hmm. And seldom are the things you get in the mail. Except for the ones like the unsolicited companies that send me large checks, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, those are fine, right? Lendingclub.com, $30,000, yeah. no problem. That's We're being sarcastic there, folks. Right. Really, now, really, really don't do that. Even some of those, there are good ones and bad ones. And if you are trying to get out of credit card debt mm-hmm. um, and you have good credit, you just... You know, you're paying 18% interest. You're just not making as much impact. Mm-hmm. Often, you can use one of those loans to consolidate all your credit card debt yeah. and pay it off at 5% over yeah. so many years versus... Right. 25% or something like right, that. Right, or 28%. Yeah. Right. But then you have to make sure not to charge anything to those credit cards. Right. And that's where people get in trouble is... They see this, they go, that's a great idea. But then they're already stretched thin, so then they now have this $500 a month payment, which is paying off all their credit card debt much sooner than it would have at a lower rate. Right. But then they run up the balances on all their credit cards again. So Mm. now you have twice the payments. Right. Yeah. And that's not not eliminating all of your stuff. It's actually making the pool bigger. Right. That you could fill. So, yeah, right. you have to be careful. You have to be very careful. But again, in the right time or place, it can make sense. Mm-hmm. But again, the ones that are coming in the mail, let, let's do our independent research. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other things um, that people don't realize with scams. You can't get your money back. Right. <laughs> right. So most of these companies are calling and they are doing things and they are outside the US and they bounce around to a million different IP addresses and nobody knows who they are. Right. You can't ch- press criminal charges even though it's a crime. Yeah. You can't press criminal charges if you yeah. don't know who, you know, Bob with yeah. card services is. Right. Right. Can't. Um likewise, you know, if it's happening a lot, um Ohio Attorney General, for those in Ohio, the Federal Trade Commission, they'll take complaints, but not a lot happens. Yeah. Or the big one that I I also got this week, it's been a big week for scams and phone calls. Hmm. I got an email from a company in Japan wanting to sue a company in Columbus. Um, There were typos in the email, and it says, Hmm. we need local representation Tell us what your retainer is. We will send you a check. <laughs> and whatever you don't use, you can refund back. Yeah. 
And what they do with law firms is they will send a $20,000 retainer. Mm-hmm. Then they will, you'll deposit into your trust account in yeah. theory. Um, and then they will ask you to wire or write a check back because mm. they terminate your client, attorney client relationship. Ah. But they will send you a check and it is a fake check. Mm. It looks real. Yeah. But it's fake. Mm. That's sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's sad to get big checks that are fake. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we, I had one client bounce a check this week. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and has disappeared. They've ghosted. Oh, um, no good. $2,500 check. That, that's a crime if you're writing bad checks. <laughs> it's a pretty serious one, and, too. And, and you write it to your attorney. Yeah. Akin FYI. to stealing, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are criminal penalties with that. As there should be. It's check fraud. Yeah. Um. Yep. FYI. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, those things are all sorts of bad. Don't do them. Yep. Don't do it. Right. Um, other sc- <laughs> We're not really all about scams, are we? We've <laughs> talked about general stuff, all sorts of things today. General finance <laughs> advice. Yes. It's right. Sort of, uh, we're going to talk about scams. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Um, another one that's not illegal, but is unsavory and I don't like it is Anytime there's a change in public records, so deeds, for instance, are recorded, Mm. you will get a letter from this company out in California that says, there's been a change in public records. You need to pay us $83 and we will send you a certified copy of your deed. (laughs) Don't. Don't do that. Three reasons. First, deeds are public records. 99.9% of the time, you will never, ever, 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 ever need the original or a certified copy of your deed ever, it's a public record for yeah. a reason. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> even if you are in that 0.01% who is litigating over ownership of your property, that means you are in a lawsuit over the ownership, yeah. the judge is going to require your attorney to go get a certified copy within so many days because they want right to have the record and all that clear. Yeah. Okay. Two, and three, normally when you buy property the title company you close with send you the original deed about six weeks later mm-hmm. so don't fall for that scam don't yeah. pay 83 dollars. it's silly most counties in the country well maybe not the country but most counties in ohio anyways and a lot throughout the country you can look them up online for free yep don't don't do that yeah bad uh, and also, since it, we are in the midst of tax season, oh, uh, the, the general, always apt thing to say, the IRS will not contact you. By phone. By phone. Ever. They won't do it. Or no. email. Or email. Yeah, they will send you a letter, if anything. Certified. Nor- well, it'll start with regular mail. Yes. And you'll get about a hundred of those. <laughs> um, and if you start I- getting a lot of things in the mail from the IRS... They're trying to get a hold of you. Right. And sometimes I get one about twice a month saying they have changed my address. <laughs> it has been going on for three years because originally. From the IRS? From the IRS. Because originally <laughs> when I set up my tax ID number and everything, I put it to my house because I, I, I set up yeah. all of my stuff like five months before I actually opened a physical office. Yeah. So then I sent them the change of address form when I. Yeah. Open my physical office. And then about once a month, since I did that, I get a letter that says, we have ch- updated your address. I'm like, 
Thank you very much. That's a complete <laughs> waste of paper. Um, so you will get stuff in the mail, lots of it. And if it's something important, like they are about to do a tax lien on you, you're going to get that by certified mail where you yeah. have to sign the little green card. Yeah. They are not going to call you unless they have scheduled an appointment with you via mail first. Right. And you have called and set that up. Yeah. And they are never going to ever, ever, ever ask you for your credit card number. Ever. <laughs> Even if what, you owe them taxes and you're the on What IRS a, want with credit card info? Right. I mean. They, they don't want you to charge your taxes. They want your cash. Yes. Um. Therefore, IRS will never call you. Yes. Don't fall for that one. Right. Um, again, scammers, and you can't get it back. Yeah. If it's gone, it's gone. Right. Yeah. If you get scammed and you hand them your credit card information, you can normally call your credit card company fast enough to say this happened and they'll block any charges, issue you a new card number, all of that good stuff. I wonder how often scammers actually get caught. I would bet rarely. Yeah, I would bet so too. Because how, how do you find where, them? Where are they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's. I mean, they could literally they could be in the next building, or they could be, you know, ten thousand miles away. I mean, they who could knows? be in Russia on yeah. the other side of the world. Yeah, like nothing against Russia, just the other side well, of the world. But I mean, if we're you know placing likelihoods, I think you know <laughs> there's pretty high chance of it. I'm just saying, you know. But um, yeah, no. But I mean, it's I mean, you literally there's nothing that they can do, and especially if they're overseas. I mean. Right. I mean, what are they going to do? Extradite? <laughs> right. For scamming charges? Come on. Yeah. So it's really hard. So you have to be on top of things and pay attention. Know who your financial companies are. Yeah. And when in doubt, call a professional. Call an attorney. Call a financial advisor. Call a CPA. Mm -hmm. Because those three generally hear about any financial scams and will go, wait a minute. Yeah. And especially if you're in debt, having any financial problems, those are the three people who yeah. can assist you out of and it. And this is one of those things. So don't don't be afraid to ask because of you don't want to sound like a dummy. You know, or nobody it, knows this stuff. Yeah, it just just ask if it's if it's not clear to you, if you're not sure what's going on, find somebody who is right and ask. It's that simple. Right. And I mean, like, I know I get questions all the time about taxes and financial planning stuff. And you literally know everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but I know enough to go, oh, we need to call someone else. Hold on. And then I call that person in so we can evaluate an issue Yeah. right then. And that's yeah. important. Yeah. Yep. So, Good stuff. Good. All right. Well. Our, mm. our kind of scams kind episode. Of, kind of scams. Yeah. Good, good advice all the way around. You know what? We kind of scammed people into thinking it was uh, about scams. That's so dumb. Right. I'm ashamed of myself for that. Yeah, that's back to devious. <sighs> Anyways, I'm looking forward to- Is that to why you called me devious? Because we were talking- Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, he put it together. Look at him. <laughs> ah, I'm so smart. All right. I'm looking forward to Ben's lawyer joke of the week. But as always, we have a little housekeeping first. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That's kind of our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, suggest topics, all of that good stuff. If you are already following us, thank you. We love you. You can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. Uh, we do lots of things up to and including putting out the fine print with Attorney Jen Route every week. Uh, and uh, if you want to follow me on 
Facebook, Twitter, you can find me there. Uh, Twitter, I'm at the Almighty Ben. Jen is not on Twitter. Won't be. Sorry. No, Tough nuggies. Yep. So, yeah. If you're new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. And if you like the show, we would appreciate it if you could take a few minutes out of your very busy day, head over to iTunes and rate and review us. It helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. And finally, we would like to thank all of you, our listeners, for uh, basically helping us keep this show running. Uh, really appreciate it. It's awesome. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, the best thing you can do to help us is show it to somebody else. If uh, one of these episodes, if you know somebody who just got scammed or something like that, maybe send them this episode. Well, don't do it like, you know, in a passive aggressive kind of, hey, dipshit, you, you sign up for a scam kind of thing. But, you know, I mean, it's, you know, try to help people out. That's that's the whole goal of what we're doing here. So, but thank you. Um, Jen, would you like to hear this week's lawyer joke of the week? Oh, absolutely. Fabulous. <clears throat> what do you call a bus full of lawyers going over a clip, cliff with three empty seats? A shame or something goofy. What? No, a total waste of space. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see? See? Uh, Dead lawyers. Always you... funny on this show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we always try to help people, and then there's dead lawyers and at the end. And then kill off the lawyers. Yes, there you go. So, <sighs> all, right. all right, folks. Well, until next time, I'm Ben Edenthal. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout, reminding you that ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media! Think big. This week's support for the fine print with attorney Jen Rout comes from Thrivent Financial. For more than 100 years, Thrivent has offered financial guidance about saving, spending, and sharing. Thrivent helps more than 2.3 million member owners be wise with money through its broad range of products and services, including life insurance, annuities, and mutual funds. To learn more about what makes Thrivent unique, contact John Grolo, FIC Financial Associate, at 614 567 7141.